You want a surefire way to ruin your life? Paul gets into that today in Romans chapter 6. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Denim. Good to have you back, bro. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for hanging with us on a Friday. You're a good guy to hang out with on a Friday. Oh, thanks, buddy. I love you. <laughs> Romans chapter 6, verse 1. I'll, I'll start, Denim, and then, and then I'll have you jump in. It says, Paul writes, Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? And we kind of talked about that a little bit on Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to now unpack that just a little bit more. Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Jesus Christ in baptism, we joined him in his death? So this is why, you know, don't be baptized people, right? It's Absolutely. like buried with Christ mm-hmm. and we and they go under the water as if they're being buried in the ground. Yep. It's a symbolic. So that's why he says, in baptism, we joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. We come out of the water, and, and it's all symbolic. Verse 5 says, Since we have been united with him in his death, we have also been raised to life as, as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we are set free from the power of sin. So as a Christian, we cannot say, as a follower of Jesus, we cannot say, I cannot beat this, I can't beat this, I can't beat this. Sure, you on your own can't. You have God in you now. Absolutely. You are free of sin, not free of sin, but you have been set free because of Jesus. Now, sin still can entangle us, but we have been set free through Jesus Christ. Verse 8, and since we died with Christ, we know that we will also live with him. We are sure of this, because Christ was raised from the dead, he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. We do not identify with our sin. We are not trapped by our sin. We are set free. Now, again, we still struggle. But this is how we live. But I love this verse so much because, Junior, I remember when I became a believer six years ago, man, and I read through this, it was like, it was almost like a veil was taken off my eyes. And I was like, wow, like, man, this is so, so real. And it's so cool when you think about what God has saved. I mean, I think about my life, man, drugs, alcohol, addiction, sleeping around. And God literally took me out of that life and gave me this new life. And now I'm a new creation. And it's just been unbelievable following God. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's been cool to see just the difference in you. From yeah. the moment you showed up, hung over in church, <laughs> to now leading and loving people. I mean, it's incredible what, what the power of Jesus Christ right there. Uh, verse 12, you want to take it for verse 12? Absolutely. It says, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. I just want to stop you there. That's, that, that was our hook, right? You want a surefire way to ruin your life? <laughs> let sin control the way you live. Give in to it. And sometimes we can, like, it's almost like it becomes like a little pet in our home, like this cute little thing, you know, a secret little desire. But then over time it grows and it grows. It becomes this monster. It's in the closet, but it becomes this monster that we just, we can't get, we can't get rid of. And we just justify, man. We, we justify, justify it. We over deflect. Over. We cope with it. And, and also with justifying, you sear your conscience. And so now that sin, once, what was once big in your life, do you sear your conscience so much that you've downplayed it so much? Yeah. And now it's become this little sin. But when in reality, it's a huge sin. Yep. 
Well, in fact, the next verse, I don't want to steal it from you, but just verse 13, if you look at it, it says, do not any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Woo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, think about that. Which instrument of your body do you serve sin with? Yeah. Is it your mouth with gossip? Is it ears of your body we're not going to talk about right now because it'd be explicit? <laughs> but, I mean, we're, we're, all, we're all guilty of sin, and he's saying right here, like, when we do, our body's an instrument for sin. And I love that next verse. He says, instead, give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have a new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under, under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under this freedom of God's grace. Junior, I do want to ask you, man, with that God's grace, like, can, can you expound on that a little bit? I think for some of our people, like, what does that mean, like, this, this new life under the freedom of God's grace? Well, that's, I mean, we deserve, so um, grace is that, that gift. Mm -hmm. We deserve hell. We deserve judgment. And we deserve it right now. And yet we live a life that God has called us to, and we live it only because of that grace of God. Mm. No, that's so good, man. And that's why we have joy. I mean, we go back to, you know, what Brian and I talked about yesterday. That's why we get to live with this joy because we are literally living. You are listening to this podcast in the grace of God right now. Yeah, and I love what Jordan says, man. As Christians, like, we should be some of the most joyful people. Absolutely. Like, it's hard for me sometimes when I even see, like, like people walk into our church, man, and they're so down. I'm like, do you guys not understand, like, like the gift that we have through Jesus, that we have eternal life one day? Yeah. Like, it's crazy to me. All right, let's, let's continue here. Uh, verse 15, I believe. Uh, yeah, verse 15. Well, then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we go on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that you have become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God, once you were slaves of sin, but now you are wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin, and you have become slaves to the righteous living. He's saying drop the shackles. Christ has freed us from sin, but sometimes we hold on to those shackles. You drop the shackles and obey God. Let God be your master and not sin be the master over you. This is something that I try to keep myself in check from. It's like I don't want to become dependent on, on really anything, even with like... Um, medications, uh, TV, comfort, anything like that. It's like, I don't want to, and, and I know medication is like a whole different way because maybe, you know, you definitely absolutely need that and medically, but like, I just don't want to be dependent. I don't want to be a slave to anything except to God. Constantly checking myself on that, which is part of following Jesus Christ. I love it. Verse 19, because of the weakness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all of this. Previously, you, you let yourself be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to the righteous living that you will become holy. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, we see that word gift again. Yeah. I was going to say, I just love that. I mean, just this last couple of verses, man, verse 20 to, to 23, it's so true. Like Paul says, uh, when, when you were living in sin, you, you weren't necessarily ashamed, but then you become a believer. 
and you're just ashamed of all the stuff that you've done. Like I look back on my life sometimes, man, and I'm like, Denim, like you dummy. Why did you choose to do some of the things that you did? And once again, man, it's almost like when you become a follower of Jesus, that veil is taken off your eyes and you're like, wow, man, like this is bad. Yeah. 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 There is this sense of a little bit of maybe regret on the front end, but then you realize what God has done in you and you celebrate that. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Well, Psalm 9 and 10 are the corresponding chapters for today. And I want to point out verse nine or verse seven of chapter nine says, but the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from his throne. The Lord reigns forever. And we hear all the time in the news who's actually reigning and uh, running for president and who's the dictator of so-and-so and deep state, all of that. The Lord is the one on his throne. And as followers of Jesus, we do show that we believe that. Yeah. We show that we believe that by having confidence in God and having the joy of, of the Lord and not getting sucked into all of these political games and political drama that everybody likes to get sucked into because at the end of the day, the Lord reigns forever and he reigns today. So take comfort in that today. What a great week. We have my dad back. You've probably been missing him. It's like, man, we've had a lot of junior lately. Let's get, let's get Scott back in here. Um, he'll be back in next week. Looking forward to that. But have a good weekend. Be in church, be in God's word, and we'll see you on Monday. See ya.